we love, love hip hop. You said told the same thing to him, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or you like see no jumper, and then like his guests will be like talking like this for a while, and then Adam just like shoves it in their in their face, man. Because like, they're fuck. not, they can't notice it. Like I'm yeah. wearing the headphones, right, so mm. I can hear, right. But mm. a lot of the times. They don't notice that shit. And then Josh, the guy who does their yeah. production back there, I don't understand. Sometimes he doesn't say shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, AC, you take some videos, obviously. Cool. I All got a way. camera on me also as well. Perfect, sweet. All right. Because this is kind of like a new style of interview you do, you know, the, one, the one-on-one kind of deal. Like, yeah, usually yeah, it's yeah. Like you all sit beside them. Or maybe like uh, one off to the side and one in the middle. Like mm-hmm. uh, since you started this setup with, I saw the Off Saints uh, photographer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is it's, it's, it makes more sense for one on one style. So yeah. I was like, I, I screenshotted it. And I was when I showed up, I was like, I'll, I'll make a mention of it. But it was already set up like this. So mm. well, it's good because we're already recording. So. Okay, okay, perfect, perfect. I, I I like to do a running start into the into the pod. Kind of like a saying? button used to do. You know? Yeah, yeah, button. Um, I see at gets into it. Um, Back in the days, mm. Combat Jack used to do it. A lot of different people do it. The you know pioneers, what I'm saying? the pioneers. But you know, we we're back over here, Visionary Art Center, mm-hmm. and I'm really happy to be having this this conversation because it's like um, interviewer to interviewer. You know what I'm of saying? Course, so it's course, like I don't course. even feel like interviewer to interviewee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's nice to be in a reverse situation here, yeah. and I can kind of feel what my uh, guests uh, feel when they come into my show. So this yeah. is this is a nice little one eighty uh, for myself. So uh, I'm glad. Thanks for having me in, man. I no, thank it. you, man. I appreciate you coming through, man. And and for the people who are watching on YouTube, big salute. You know, what I mean, hit the like, hit the subscribe, all that good stuff. And big salute to our sponsors um, all the time, Astro mm-hmm. Pink. You know, what I mean, if you know, you know. Shout out Astro Pink. Oh, I got a bag right here. Got that gas. <laughs> Okay, okay. Make sure to check them out on their website, mm. astropink.com or myastropink.com or astro underscore pink on Instagram. But I have a gentleman here that, you know, I've been watching a, a lot of his interviews for the, the last three years. Mm. And, you know, it's, you know, it's the clubhouses have been going on. Mm. And, you know, we've had a person who's been there mediating, you know, just keeping the madness trying, you know, <laughs> in, in one place. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, and I rate it when I'm watching it because I'm like, yo, better you than me, bro. Yeah, it, it is hectic. I, I will agree. It is very stressful, but you know, you just go in there and do your best. And uh, hopefully there is some entertainment and hopefully some people learn uh, one, two things uh, when listening. So that's all you can do when you go into those situations. Well, you're doing well, man. And, and I really appreciate you coming through. So with no further ado, for the people who are um, in the listening audience, um, we have Chris Broadcast Wheeler in the motherfucking building. What's going on? Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, just, uh, I'm going to give you your flowers. I've been watching you since 2016, 17. You kind of gave me a push to get in the game. So like just me coming here is like kind of full circle. So I, oh, I appreciate, appreciate you having me in and uh, excited to get down to this. No, man, I appreciate you, man. And, and you know, we're getting like near the end of the summer at this mm. point right now, right? Like summer 2022 is pretty much ending mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give me the highlight of your summer or your 2022 period uh this year is kind of going to be different for me it's not so much a highlight mm-hmm. uh, i'd say my highlight is consistency this year because okay. i went in uh to the beginning of the fiscal year for me it was in october yeah i started uh dropping interviews uh more uh frequently out of abstract mm-hmm. and i said I just want to be consistent for the entire year and put out as many interviews as i can and right now i believe i'm at 
28 interviews in 12 Damn. months. So I'm just keeping my head down. Now it's not a highlight, but if you look at it as an entirety of the situation, yeah. it's, a, it's a big accomplishment for me personally. So I, I, I salute myself a little bit. There's still a lot of work to be done, but I guess that would be the highlight, the consistency of the year, this no, year for me. I salute you on it, man. And like, even with doing that, like, What's the process of doing that? So you're doing like a like a bunch of pre-recorded interviews. So, basic, so how many interviews are you doing a day? So back in the so when I started in October uh, out of abstract uh, more frequently and uh, just after I kind of assembled the team uh, when I went down in October I did around two a day. Okay. Then December got up to three a day and wow. then. Uh, January and February, there were some days we were doing four. So I'd be in the studio for about 11 hours. So it was kind of hard to get all those scripts at once, but uh, I do live out of town. So it's, it, I have to, it's, a, it's the kind of a process I have to do to stay ahead yeah. and keep up with you. <laughs> well, shit, man. Like you're, 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 you know, I have my stuff written down, but just off that alone, I'm mm -hmm. just so intrigued by that right there because mm -hmm. to me, it's like equivalent of like an artist going into studio mm -hmm. and knocking out like eight tracks. Well, the thing I always think, because I, I, I'm, I'm working out of abstract and I see artists and whatnot, it's when I come down for an interview, it's like driving or taking the train down five hours. Uh, you can't mess up. It's yeah. execution time. It's not like I got another shot. So I just try and be as meticulous as possible when mm -hmm. prepping for these interviews. And uh, I, I hope for the best when it comes down. And so far, uh, so good. So, uh, you know, just keep on pushing on. Dope, dope, dope. So let's 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 run. Let's break it down here. Mm. You run Capital Culture Media yeah. platform, right? Describe that platform to the people. So basically, uh, it started out after I left CTV National. Okay. Uh, I saw a bunch of people in the game that I, I that expired me, and I wanted to kind of jump out like academics, no jumper. Mm -hmm. So after uh, 2017, 2018, I left CTV National, and uh, I kind of just started the YouTube platform, and then it was kind of a for the first 12 months, like everybody is when they're starting a project, it's learn as you go. And you yes. like at first that your first, if I had to look back at my first interview, uh, three and a half years ago, it's a bit cringe, but at least I got there and started, yeah. you know, and I kind of just built off that. And, uh, if you circle around to now, I have a full team and they're a great bunch of people and, mm -hmm. uh, I owe it all to them. And all I want to do is work hard for them. So I guess that's how I kind of jumped off into capital culture now. My vision for it is yeah. uh, somewhat of a no jumper academics, a media platform mm -hmm. uh, to build out, but uh, one step at a time, if you will. No, definitely. Definitely. And you mentioned that, you know, you're coming from out of town, mm. right? Um, you, did you grow up in Ottawa or like yeah, you just so live in Ottawa? I grew up in Ottawa from a young child, I, mm. I believe, uh, or <laughs> I know. Uh, and then I came down to Toronto for uh, school for three and a half years. I took broadcast journalism okay. out of Humber, Lakeshore and North Campus. Ah. So I did do my due diligence in the city it's not like i was just coming to the city and trying to uh, pick off interviews i lived here for three years yeah uh, between 2015 and 2018 when we really started to heat up in the underground scene mm -hmm. with all of the artists as you know so i kind of was in the middle of that and that's where i got my love and passion for the music and to get my uh platform capital culture okay and even like going back a little bit like what was uh life like for a young chris wheeler in ottawa uh well, and it's, I'll, I'll say this. When I moved down to Toronto uh, permanently in 2015 for school, the diversity is a lot more uh, prevalent here. Mm -hmm. In Ottawa, uh, it's not, uh, not a, as, as diverse. Like I, was, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood, mm -hmm. uh, upper class and whatnot. I went to a school where there was 
seven to 10 black people, you know? Yeah. So for my, I say from grade six to 12, uh, I didn't notice it, but I feel like as it became an adult, there was, was, was things that I was like, oh, you know, that kind of did affect me this and mm. third. But I, I guess uh, I have no complaints. I will just say it was different. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm assuming you're, you're, you're biracial, right? Yes. Yes. I'm Brazilian. You're Brazilian. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So like, what's the mix? Um, mother Brazilian, father Brazilian. Like, how did that, uh, that work? I'm a- I'm pretty tight knit about my family, so I'll just I'll, I'll just keep that okay, to myself. But fine. no, no, no. But that I am Brazilian, and uh, that's that's my mix. Okay, well, that. I asked that to ask because as coming up, you know, in a dynamic in school and stuff like that, where mm. you're in Ottawa, and I can I can relate because mm-hmm. where I grew up in Montreal, I went to a school where Ooh, that's a tough spot to grow up. Well, yeah. as, as a black as a black man, so yeah, and I was in was a neighborhood that? that was like in my school. I went to a school called Chambly County High School. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's county C'est in the high school. <laughs> Je parle français. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Right? And, and with that being said, I was like one of maybe 10 people in the whole 600 um, population of black people. So, right? you, under, so you get I, it. So I understand, mm. right? Did you experience people like having overt or low-key racism Now, listen, you? a great question. Now, I won't dive into it too much because mm. I want to keep uh, about the music and this, that, but I will say- No, no, I, I want to know about in, uh, I Chris. Find, no, no, 100%. And the music. No, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I feel like um, in Canada, it's polite racism or it's mm. not as out in the open. Yeah. So it's a lot harder to combat uh, and it, you still feel it, but it's a lot harder to be like, point, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that, but- uh, it did wear on, on my mental, but you know, the, you just got to keep working harder and plowing through, but it definitely, uh, it, I definitely noticed it. I'll say that. Yeah. So you, you, you know, you got into, you, you moved to Toronto, you started mm. going to Humber, right? Mm-hmm. You're studying journalism. Yeah. How did you do that transition from studying journalism to getting a job at CTV national? Good. <laughs> Interesting story. So when I, when I first graduated, I uh, moved back to Ottawa. I have, uh, at that time I did three and a half years with, um, a co-op in the city at a radio station. And I kind of wanted to come home, uh, see my family. I did a lot of traveling as a young youth. So I wasn't really in the city a lot growing up. Right. So I moved home and, uh, I got a middle of the, what's the terminology here? Just, a a low end radio job at a top 40 station. And I, mm-hmm. that was my first hire out of school. Okay. I grinded that tough job, but you know, you got to pay your dues like everyone, mm. uh, after six and a half months, uh, and sorry I, to interrupt you. What no, were your duties there? So I was, um, I was helping the music, uh, music manager, the music selection, you know, you know, the program music selector yes. that they use to play the top 40, um, songs, uh, how they're programmed into the radio station with the commercials. Mm-hmm. So I was helping him and that was a bit of a tedious job. Very interesting. And I liked, uh, the atmosphere of a radio station, but it wasn't, uh, I didn't get paid too much as like when you move to CTV. So I guess I worked six months, uh, there and then I was applying, applying, I got the interview and uh, I was the only person with a college uh, degree that, that got hired at CTV. Everyone else had uh, university degrees, but uh, it was very competitive. It's very competitive atmosphere, uh, corporate media. I don't mm. know like, if, you, if you feel uh, the same outlook on that, but I, it's, it's very cutthroat, if you will. Yeah, I, well, I can see it from the outside and I've heard some stories. Um, you know, salute to Brandon Gomez. Mm. Um, he did a whole story on uh, on C- on City City TV mm-hmm. and Rogers Media and the different 
politics that go on behind the scenes over there and just mm. even some of the harshness that the, 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 the employees deal with the on oh, yeah. air people and stuff. No, have you, have you had to deal with some of that stuff when you were over there at CD without, you know, I don't no, want to no, no, shit no, on them or anything. Um, I got letters of recommendation when I left, so I nice. can't say too much. I will say every black man in, in North America feels that when they go into a corporate job, that's just, we're not going to deny that. Yeah. Now to what degree that, that differs to, throughout each uh, person's job, but um, mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad, but uh, I definitely know other people uh, that have uh, risen that point that you just said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So three years ago, let's say mm-hmm. you started the, the YouTube channel. Yes. Capital culture. Absolutely. What was that first step like? It must have been a little bit nerve-wracking. It's kind of a cool story. I don't want to get too long into it, mm-hmm. but uh, basically I'm living with my uh, girlfriend at the time um, and I'm working at CTV and Smiley, uh, I know is in, in Paris, but I know he has a show in Ottawa. So on Thursday night, uh, I'm drinking wine with my girl and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send an email, whatever. If nothing comes from it, you know, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. So I send an email, da, 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 da. Few days later, I think it's on the weekend or on a Sunday. I'm watching uh, Netflix. With my girl, I remember this vividly. Mm-hmm. And then you know the iPhones, how uh, you get an email and it drops down. Yep. So it, I got a drop down message and it said OLN management, mm. and I was like, no friggin' way. So I basically they was like, we can make it happen. I had 48 hours to get a studio together. Never ever rented a studio in my life. Mm-hmm. 48 hours to get my camera and mics together, mm-hmm. and I pulled it off. And I guess that's how I got uh, started, if you will. So what inspired you to start like, just like Mm, to take ah, the plunge even? Entrepreneurialism for sure. Uh, And then to be able to get up and go after neat stories and be your own manager as, as I, as much as I was in love with broadcast uh, uh, from the beginning, I did want to, I saw like Joe Rogan, I saw academics, I saw Adam, get out and start potting and making a living off it. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I was like, let's go get it. Yeah. So that was, I, I saw that and I just wanted to go out and start it. And here we are. Even like, um, skills are always transferable, mm. right? And coming from a corporate background, coming from the a, a broadcasting background mm. already, and then going into like your own independent thing. Tell me some of the skills that you transferred from what you learned before mm. and then into what you're doing now. Honestly, into, so I used to interview like Doug Ford. He'd come on the show. I was a B mic. I wasn't on an A mic. Right. Um, but, uh, and politicians. Uh, a mic, B mic. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's explain that for the people. Uh, so A mic is basically the main host. Mm-hmm. Uh, a B mic would be the co-host and a C mic would be like Angela Yee. Okay. She just got her new show as an A mic. As we right. know, she just like the, the A mic. B mic is the is actually um, Charlemagne the God. Yes, absolutely. And, and C mic is exactly Angela exactly. So um, uh, basically, I was the C B, depending uh, how many hosts we had at the time. Uh, and I I learned to pick my spots with the questioning, but I did learn when I came over and started doing, uh, let's say. Uh, uh, up and coming superstars, there's a little bit more ego involved. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit more wild, wild west when I'm like sitting down with the top five or I'm sitting down with like a Casper, you know, yeah. it's a little, it, it, the, the intricacies of interviewing change a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's not like doing a corporate interview where your guests may know to take cues a little bit faster or your guests might want to go on a rant when you're doing our business, you know, and you got to back up. So I think it was just about like finding a perfect median between the two and then obviously learning more knowledge in the field that I uh, stepped in because they are kind of 
different uh, fields because I feel like they are run uh, drastically differently, corporate and uh, YouTube media, if you will. Well, definitely, especially when you're talking about the hip hop field, there is nuances when it, there's a lot of people who this is their first interview, so they're not media trained, mm. right? So I, I definitely can see what you're talking about with some of those, you know, ooh, well, yeah. You're not ready for that, but yeah, Doug yeah, Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's done a million interviews exactly, exactly. in the last month and he mm-hmm. knows what to expect, basically. Uh-huh. And right? then Doug Ford, Ford is not going to yell at you and tell you to, tell you to act stupid. No, you know? <laughs> Shout out my, 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 my guy. Um, but uh, it, it, it's more exciting. It's just even more exciting. So there's so mm-hmm. much. Uh, I wake up every day and excited for what's going to happen next in this industry as opposed to CTV. I, I was still excited, but it, it there were the, the adrenaline wasn't there. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel you on that, man. And you did an academics interview super yeah. early in the yeah, game, bro. Yeah, yeah. How did you score that, bro? <sighs> um, okay. So this was after I did my little TJ interview, uh, I think also in October. Big. Yeah. So I started working alongside a quite large media conglomerate. Uh, at the time, I'm not going to drop names, but uh, they were quite huge. And uh, I worked with them for about three, four months. And they had a close uh, relationship with academics. Right. Now, he was coming to town and we were quite busy that weekend doing our own thing. But I asked permission from the conglomerate. Could I reach out? They said yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, I sent a DM, man. And I was like, I am working with so-and-so. Uh, I know you're coming in to shout out up next six, uh, mm-hmm. to do a, a, a conference. Can I give a little one, two interview b- yeah. with you before the conference? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let me just check out with uh, uh, up next six. Mm-hmm. And, uh, thank God, uh, they said yes. Shout out up next six. Uh, and they allowed me to have a quick little interview. Now the full thing between, I'll, I'll drop this here. The full thing is yes, 20 please. minutes. I only released four minutes. Uh-huh. So I, it, there was a, it was long, but uh, the conglomerate only approved the four minutes because that's what they thought was uh, good for their image, which is fine. But okay. I have that in the vault for uh, myself to look back on. And hopefully I could swing back around for another one. Just got to keep working hard, you know, yeah. but that's how I kind of pulled it off. That's interesting because it, it leads me to one of my questions. I have a little bit further down, actually, about mm-hmm. cutting content. Mm-hmm. Is that the only time that you ever had to like cut some pieces out of content? Well, you know, and is it always and is it always been by the request or, or sometimes you make that decision? Well, now it's that's a very good question in the sense now it's more of a team decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, back then, I was answering to the media conglomerate, so it was their decision. Yeah. Um, usually, I always want to keep it raw and uncut. Mm-hmm. Now, I fight for a lot of my content to stay in, but you know, that's why you have a marketing team that say, no, no, let's chill on that. Or, yeah. or even as you know, the artist will reach out and be like, listen, I, that needs to go. Yeah. But then we're sitting there like, buddy, that's the best piece of the interview. And then you're, do we press upload or do we, you know, it's a fine line, you know, like <laughs> upload and then just watch over your back all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, I, f- I feel like back then when I was doing like, let's say I did that smiley interview for the second time out of abstract, I had full um, creative control because mm-hmm. then I just had a producer and myself. Now my team is about four or five, six people. Nice. Um, and everyone has a say and I don't really push back because that's why I brought a team on. To, to hire, uh, to, to, to cover uh, expertise that I don't know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I feel like it's more of a team decision now, but back then it was a little bit more Wild West. Yeah, I could imagine, <laughs> yeah. man. For like, what? okay, for instance, when I was, when I interviewed Young Tory, okay. I decided like that was just me in charge of the content. Now I, in retrospect, 
maybe I wouldn't have put out everything that I would have put out in that in, in interview. But that was an interview where I said, I'm letting it all in. And You're I asked him out. too. And he's like, yeah, it's cool. Retrospect may, may might've played it a bit safer, but that's between me, you, and now all of your audience. So, <laughs> Well, let's stay on that for a second. Have you ever released something where like, you're like, you got backlash after like the artist hit you with the DMs like, bro, what the fuck, man? Uh, Yo, the interview's getting me fucking yeah. problems right now, fam. Take, can you cut that out, bro? Now, I didn't get to that point. We don't, and we don't have to say names. No, 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 I wouldn't. If you do, okay, if you'd like I, to, I, I, I would appreciate it. I know. I, I, if I was sitting in your chair too, I'd be like, yeah, drop the names too. <laughs> um, but I had three instance in, incidences this year, but it didn't get to the post part. It okay. was like, please, you know, da, 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 this, that. Um, and we just decided to not put it out, but there was one time where I put, you know how you take the picture at the end of the interview that mm -hmm. I'm sure we're going to do. Mm -hmm. I posted that and he's like, no, 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 take that down. We'll wait till everything's perfect. And I took it down right away. It was in April. Maybe you caught it. We won't say the name, but, uh, I got a big interview in April that I was excited to drop, but I had to, I had to, I had to sit on it. So I'll tell you, Fuck, you haven't released it yet. No, nah, no. Nah. I, I, I have three or four interviews that I'm sitting on now. Uh, that's uh, crazy yeah. so it's just it's it's like i don't know if the more you can get in the vault i feel like the more freedom you have to get a little bit more chew with your content anyways mm -hmm. that uh, i'll keep that under wraps but we're working we're working little jewels uh, okay yeah, 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 okay yeah, yeah. okay what about pulling down a full interview i've had to do, do this before pulling like, down okay so like, like taking a full interview down like it's not even a Never. piece of it like just yo, can you just take down the whole thing? And I've done this maybe about four times. No, no, I haven't pulled down. I haven't uh, pulled one down. Now I've fought with my team pretty hard that I wanted to post it because it, mm. it was great content. I'll, I'll I'll give you a little jewel. The person that I was interviewing uh, had a story about Chief Keef, and I really wanted to put it out. Yeah. Anyway, so I'll leave it at that, and we didn't put it out. But I never put something up, and the artist called my team like, "Take the fuck down." It just it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So hopefully we, we keep walking a meticulous line and it doesn't happen, but it comes with the territory of our game, you know? Yeah. Fingers crossed, mm -hmm. bro. Cause mm -hmm. it's hard to keep I, everyone happy. That DM a, sucks fam. Like mm -hmm. I've taken down interviews and it's not about me, but just quick, fast, right? Mm -hmm. I've taken down interviews because, you know, my image has changed and I don't want my old image to show. Mm -hmm. I, um, can you take that down? Cause people are bugging me on the street and they mm -hmm. don't like the way they're, yeah. they're, they're making fun of the way I look. Yeah. Like just the wildest reasons, fam. So beware. it's just like, you, you, sometimes you just wish those people would have PR teams. So you can avoid that before you go into an interview. <laughs> and that's a whole different ballpark. But. Yeah. 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 No, man, it's, it's, it's good to be, you know, trading these media stories no, here. No, no, 100%. Right? Trading the stories. I, I get that. I um, get that. Before I get to some of my other questions, yeah. you mentioned Abstract a few times and yeah. I forgot to put it out on my list here. Yeah. Abstract, how did you link up with them? I've, I've done some work with yeah, them I've in the past. I've got a pretty good story for this in the sense. Please. Um, in 2020, September 9th, uh, I know the date exactly because it was a, no, no, we filmed it on August 10th. We put it out September 9th. Okay. And then Drake reposted the Smiley interview. That's why I remember the date so wow. well. Um, but I, so I interviewed Smiley April 15th, 2019. Okay. 10 p.m. Then, um, then, uh, then, um, August 10th, I was like, yo, I need a, I need a video interview. So in, I think in July that year, I hit up, uh, Glizzy, the management, and I was like, yo, can we get one done? I'm working with, uh, shout out Rapsies. And I will say, uh, I, I will, uh, Dropped their name, treated me really well. Uh, shout out the 
uh, founder behind them. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I lost my train of, train of thought. So here. like with the, um, the you're talking about the Smiley interview. Yeah, yeah. So oh, so I was like, I told Glizzy, I'm working with Rap Season. Do you think it'd be okay if we got an uh, interview? Um, can we please get a video one? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, for sure, for sure. Meet us uh, downtown uh, 10 o'clock at night. And then we'll drive to the studio. At this time, I, I'd never been to Abstract, nothing, nothing. I show up my producers, drive down from Ottawa, six hours, wow. check into the hotel, shower, hop back in the RAV4, all four of us. I had, I had four camera angles, but it, 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 it takes a team, you know? Yeah. So we drove down, met them at the Hyatt, then drove. We didn't have an address. They said, get behind us and mm-hmm. we'll take you to Abstract. And that was my first day at Abstract. I met wow. Monte. I met uh, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out um, everyone at Abstract, really. And basically, we showed up at 10. We did the interview. Ante was like, hey, that was really good. And then uh, me and Ante uh, kind of connected from there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been great since then. It's been history since then. Mm-hmm. That's dope. So that was 2020 September. So that's when I kind of linked up. With wow. It's, you know what? It feels so much longer than that. But it's with COVID and everything, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's dope, man. And tell us about the process of booking interviews and like some of the obstacles that you might have to deal with. Um, one time, well, so uh, I booked. uh, Do you want to? I I can tell the top five story if you want. That was yes, please. That was probably the hardest booking process I ever did, just because it was only my third interview and I was new to it. Mm -hmm. So. I called him. Uh, well, he he contacted me after he saw me post my first Smiley interview. And he's like, listen, I want to do an interview, brother. And he was like the hot, one of the hottest artists at the time. I think yeah. this was 20, almost going into 20. This is May, this is May 1st, 20. It was May 1st, 2019, his okay. birthday. His day after his birthday, he turned 21 at the time, I believe. Um and I, I, uh, we had a contact and yada, yada. And I'll be full disclosure. This is my third interview. So there, w- there was um, some compensation, shall we say. Mm-hmm. So I sent him half the compensation and was like, all right, we'll book it in for this date. Yeah. He calls me the next day saying, bro, we'll just do it over Skype. And I'm like, no, no, no. I told him, I told him, I'll drive down the next day. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, okay, click. I drove down the next day. <laughs> I ran into studio. Um, from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Shout out five, you know, great guy, you know. He's like, I'll be there. I show up at 10 p.m. I'm waiting. I'm like, wow, like this is intense. Like I'm interviewing top five, 12:30, 1, <laughs> 1 30 a.m. The engineer is looking at me. I'm like, bro. He's like, man, I feel so bad. Like he drove down from Ottawa. He's like, if anything changes, let me know. And yeah. we, closed the, we closed down for the night. It was 2 a.m. Wow. I was pretty upset. So I had a few pops after mm-hmm. and then uh, went to bed. Then 9.30 in the morning, my phone's ringing. Yo, I'll be at the studio in 30 minutes. <laughs> like I own the place. So I, I, there. <laughs> I call the owner of the studio and I'm like, yo, please open your studio. He's like, I got you, fam. So I drove right back. He showed up at 10.05 a.m. or 10.06 Daft him up, mm-hmm. did the interview, and then that was history. But it's wow. just very hard to coordinate sometimes, especially with the bigger artists, because the timing, the interview, the engineer, the space, you yeah. know what it is. Yeah, so yeah. I no, got, I, there's a lot of hassles booking, just no, generally. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. It's, and, and 
even with that interview, did you got to keep the whole thing? No, no request. You'll take that no, out. No, no, no. Oh, there were. I took, just feel like there would have been a request from five fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, him, not but. from five, not from five. Uh, just because um, I actually presented it to the pages, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yo, I think we should take so and so part out mm. because I was uh, I was still new to uh, I'm still new to the politics. So I don't even get into that." Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more about the music, but I just was uh, oblivious at the time. So uh, he didn't request it. It was just more of the courtesy of the pages, shall we say? Okay, okay, that's that's dope, man. Um, has anything ever? Okay, actually, let me get to this. Yeah, one yeah, first. no worries, no worries. Because like I've had different incidents myself, mm-hmm. and I've talked about them publicly. Mm-hmm. Maybe not who, but yeah. I've talked about it publicly where rappers just go come at me super left in the dms yeah yeah they're like yo goof mm-hmm. yo that thing that you posted ray yeah. tay tay yeah 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 have you ever received like some somebody could, could come at you crazy now, left well, uh no no really yeah. uh to be i said i guess the april situation was the closest thing and i got i'll have to credit my team mm-hmm. because there's a there's a formula we go through there's a process where we review every piece of content before it gets uh, posted, so we avoid a lot of those situations. Yeah, and not, I'm not about that smoke, yo. So I don't. <laughs> I, I hope that day never really comes. But uh, at the end of the day, you you just try and be as professional as you can. And if you're as professional as you can, then they can respect that, and hopefully, they follow too. You know, like mm-hmm. the uh, they you follow with action, not words. You know, so yes. if you set the standard and you set the kind of atmosphere when they walk in. They know how to treat you, you know? And as long as you give them the respect, then you receive the same respect back. That's dope, man. Mm. That's dope, man. And has things ever gone left behind the scenes? Because I'll give you something. I'll give you one first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we've literally had live podcasts where I've had to throw somebody down the fucking stairs at a fucking youngster down. Not here, because these are steep stairs. Youngster downstairs are steeper, bro. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? Let, let me rephrase it. I didn't mm. throw him down. He it was he got him. to run down, but I gave him a good kick before. Uh, okay. So he, he went down was real he, quick. So I'm not. But he wasn't well, injured. <laughs> okay, uh, he wasn't how, injured. How, how much notoriety did this uh, artist have? I won't ask. It him. was an artist. It was an artist. It was just somebody going acting crazy. We're doing a what? live podcast. Okay, and. Because, I don't want to retell the whole story, them. but yeah, I had to, I, I had to regulate. Basically. You had to freshen them. <laughs> <laughs> right? He was, he was trying to, he was, he was almost, he almost, Was he intoxicated? He was intoxicated? He was super intoxicated. Yeah. He pushed one of my staff members and I was not having that, fam. You serve drinks I here? I seen red. You serve drinks here? No, this was at the Youngsterdam Lounge. Got it, got it, got it. There was a live it, podcast it. going on at the time. I don't even think they were serving drinks there. He oh, probably I was trying to own. slide for a drink right now. <laughs> <laughs> we always got drinks on no, there. No, 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 all good, all good. I say all that to say, have mm. you ever had anything behind nah. the scenes where you're like, the cameras are off and you're like, hmm. okay. Awkward. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so we give dumb gifts. Uh, it's a segment that we do. We give uh, surprise joke gifts. Yes. Um, and we had a, I won't say names, but we had a a girl with quite a large following on during the summer. Mm-hmm. And we ran her through this gift segment that we have called The Third Wheel, sponsored by Snow Allure Premium Vodka. They got me drunk the whole summer, so shout out them. But um, we gave her her gifts. And uh, when we were giving her gag gifts on camera, we, we, we kept as much as we could in. Mm-hmm. She like Live on camera, she's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I gave her a fly swatter. I gave her, uh, anyways, I don't go into many more, but I gave her, I gave her a bunch of silly gifts 
and she 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 didn't react well. Mm. Anyway, like and I wait. Most of people, most people, they do react well. But I'm noticing when both of us get those higher level interviews, the gifting gag needs to stop a little bit until maybe we gain more clout as uh, as media platforms because. If we work with someone up there, we got to kind of work with them, you know? Yeah, but if yeah. we're working with someone like here, it's like we want to get the best content out. Yeah, yeah, so I'm a little yeah. bit more cutthroat about how I go about it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. You got to deal with every, everybody has nuances, basically. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like um, Clubhouse. Oh, I call that the shark tank. How do you deal with it, bro? You, you're, you're a very patient man, fam. Give me your process. <sighs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to credit that to my upbringing in the sense that I know the people I'm on clubhouse have a job to be entertaining. Okay. I would never take anything personally that someone said on clubhouse to me. They don't know me personally. They don't know. So I'm not going to take act stupid wheeler. You know, I think it's just, it's, it's funny. It's facetious. Yeah, it's yeah, banter. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So as long as it get, doesn't get too malicious, all good in the hood. I just want it to run as smoothly as possible. So People can get the listeners, the three to 700 listeners that we have weekly. Shout out mm-hmm. Keep Six Solid. Yes. Um, uh, can learn something and take something from it. You know, yeah, I want to be funny and I want to hear, hear some chirps back and forth and whatnot. Everybody mm-hmm. does. That's, hey, Jerry Springer was on for 37 years. That's yeah. the reason why. So, yeah, that is necessary in a show. But at the end of the day, like, it's a fine line and a fine balance. Mm-hmm. And how do I keep it so cordial and not? Uh, kind of while out and get it, get let it get to me. I'll credit my team again, and uh, my journey is uh, uh, be getting more mature as as a man. I kind of I'll say and I'll I, leave it there. I rate it, bro, mm. a lot, man. You Thank know what you. I'm saying? Thank like, I try my best. <laughs> yeah, man. Like you know, um, when it comes to dealing with this, like something that's going on live in the moment. It takes nerves also to be able and to it's lo- navigate. Exactly. It's, there's right? no editing control over exactly. it. And people are clipping and clipping and clipping. So mm. it's like, you know what? So, <laughs> so, yeah, so sometimes like, I'll, I'll, I'll give a little gem here or just a little insight. Um, I sit down at my desk at home and I go, <sighs> all right, here we go. And then I jump in the room and... The rest is history kind of deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. Serenity like now, serenity now <laughs> kind of deal. So um, I, 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 do, I do my best and I, I won't lie to the community at home. I might pour a drink or two after just to relax. Hey, take the edge off, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, messed I messed with it, man. Um, mm-hmm. You've met a lot of people. You've been able to do a lot of things as a mm-hmm. young man, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the audience would love to know what your networking technique is. I'm, I'm a, I'll be honest. I, um, I think I'm quite a comical guy. Uh, I'm going to credit to the surroundings and atmosphere that I was growing up with. Uh, my parents did a lovely job at uh, socializing me young. My mom took, my mom was a head of a lot of fundraising committee committees on hospital boards, Mm -hmm. uh, growing up. And she took me to a lot of galas from four to nine, 10. So I was always forced to talk to a lot of people, nice white people as well, predominantly white people. So, um, I guess from a very young age, uh, socializing was a part of my life and then I was good at it and I wasn't good at a lot of other things. So I, uh, realizing that as a young man, you know, I kind of felt like, okay, let's stick to something I'm good at. 
I'm not good at X, Y, Z, but if I can build a big enough network and they can support me and hold me up until I get going when I'm older in life, I knew I would, if between 18 and 24, if I got the right people around me, I knew I could take a little bit more runway Mm -hmm. between 24 and the future to take risks like this and keep my head down and keep working hard. So hopefully those people are proud and of me and uh, everyone gets to see me rise kind of deal. Oh, that's dope, man. Mm. Yeah, man. I I feel like the people need to know, like, um, sometimes the ways that it comes easy just to talk to people because a lot of- It's important in our industry to have a a network, not to cut you off, but that's why I was- it, it is very, people listening at home, go build, go, go out to those social events, go make mm-hmm. your connections, go get those Instagram handles. For instance, I did a, I was at a concert, uh, Tuesday with, uh, NF Portion. Shout out him. He Absolute. just rocked a show with OGZ. And, uh, yeah, I went cause I love the music and yeah, I'm a big fan of Portion, but it's also, as we know, part of the job. Networking opportunity. Like, yeah. It's a show. Do I want to go have a one, two little drink, you know, in the Jalax? Yeah, I'd like to, but no, I'm going to, sip my water and I'm mm-hmm. going to go and uh, make the right connections and uh, there's time for fun. But those things, you got to go to those events and you got to rub shoulders with the right people. We'll say, yes, this is a fact. This is a fact. Um, a couple more questions I have here before we get off of this. Okay. Are you going to get mixy? Oh, uh, sorry. That was uh, my fault. My fault. No? <laughs> uh, I, I try to, I'm trying to stay out of the mix. Now, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm mix free for 2023. Fam. Okay. You know okay. 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 But Toronto, Right. <clears throat> which is a mixed up place in, in, the, in the first place, right? 100%. Who do you think got next? I've been oh, asked yeah. this question all weekend on at Rolling Loud by executive different people, but who do you think got next? Uh, personally, there's a lot of talent. I'm not going to say one particular name, but I'll give you a top. Give me a few names. I'll give you a top four or five. Um, I feel if uh, 3M French keeps grinding, he's up. Mm-hmm. I feel if Doovie, Doovie's... Doovy's there. Yeah. It's just for him, for, for him, he, he has to push through. So I'll add him. Um, who else? I, I don't. Pangs. Pangs is up next for sure. Mm. Um, I want to Casper when he comes back on road. If yeah. he stays, K Money's coming out. Mm-hmm. I feel like the city has a lot of potential. Five was knocking. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that list. I those were the guarantees. Yeah, yeah, in, in yeah, my, yeah, yeah just yeah. off the top of my head, uh, there are a, a lot of other ones. But uh, well, can't we can't we can't we can't ignore Mula either. Yeah. Um, and then you got to realize well, Toronto. Ha- I feel like everyone that was on stage at Rolling Loud, there's a reason for it. So yeah. everyone that was on stage at Rolling Loud, keep working. You're 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 right there. Like mm-hmm. you just had uh, Ta- uh, uh, Taylor Taylor in, and she just got. Uh, Co-signed by Bia. Yeah. Like this, 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 we're working. Mm-hmm. Toronto is working as a whole and I love to see it. So yeah. hopefully everyone, hopefully everyone can break through the border. You know, there's only like shit. 20, I feel when I see a uh, rap cap TL post every week, there's 25. Got, uh, why not all 20, all, all 20 to 25. If I, there, there's shit. There's 200 to three, uh, 200, one to 200 American artists popping and making money. At least. So why can't me? I, I feel like the whole city could be up next. So I'll leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I can accept that answer there. Mm-hmm. And I think the audience can as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the full evolved vision for Chris Ooh. Wheeler's career? This is a little dangerous question, but I do, I do want to have a successful media conglomerate such as No Jumper or Academics um, or even like the I Am Athlete podcasts personal goals yeah like 
when Chris Wheeler is at the top of the mountain. Can I, can I, can I be honest here, boys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a, I'm a huge Drake fan, you know? So to, for him maybe to reach out and, and give me a, a look, you know, he did repost, you know, he was in a clubhouse ro- room. I'm looking at you right now. He follows your page. So I'd like something like that to happen. Now that's a secondary goal, more personal for me. Mm -hmm. Now, if I get that other one that I just said and have a successful media conglomerate and I can raise everyone who's uh, invested time around me, Mm -hmm. that's a win for me too. Yeah, yeah. Personally, me, you looking... The first thing I, 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 so I'm, I, I, not, not so much to, just, just the, just a, a look, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I follow to the page, you know, but other than that, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet, but that's something I definitely, uh, work towards, but again, secondary goal. Okay. Yo, Drizzy Drake, you hear mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to actually, you know what? Mm. I'm going to give you my Friday Ricky Dread question. I'm making sure everybody gets this question. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm calling it the Friday Ricky Dread question of the day. Um, it's a full on spectrum question okay. of your, of your life. Right. Sounds good. Because, you know, as a young man who's, but you've done a lot of things, you've been mm. through a lot of different doors. Mm. What's one thing that you wish you knew then that you know now? Buy Bitcoin. Mm. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, in terms of, would you, would you want me to relate it to my, uh, just anything like, you know, mm. you've, you've learned a lot of stuff over the years, right? Patience. And I'm still working on it, but if I can continue to work on it, patience and consistency. But uh, as I just told you, I've been, I feel like I've been pretty consistent this year, but mm-hmm. patience, um, and I'll go more in depth, patience and in, 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 when it comes to the context of letting things grow organically, I want it always now. I always want the next thing, yeah. the next thing. And like my mentors around me, I was like, you got to chill, dog. I'm like, what do you mean? No, what do you mean I want to chill? I want to get out and get the next thing. So yeah. I guess, I guess that would be the thing I'm still working on day to day. Everyone's working on things day to day, but that would be mine. For Patience. Sure. Yeah. Hey, Amen. What about, what's yours? What's yours? Um, Ooh, not so easy. That's eh? a, you know what? <laughs> I, I asked that question. Like, I feel like maybe three, four times a week. And mm. I don't even know what it is for myself. But if I was to really think about that, what that is, mm. it would be a question. It would be an answer that somebody else gave. Um, salute to DJ X mm. that I wish I knew back then that everything was going to be okay. As a man in my forties now, yeah. those things that back then I thought would be the end of the fucking world. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I've gone through mad different situations, robberies, incarcerations, all types of shit. Mm. And if I, thought that that was the end then mm. I just, I should have just realized it, everything would be okay. Yeah. But if you can be triumphant over that, you know what I mean? It, like, I, I'm sure this is, I don't want to say a cakewalk, but mm. how, my, my question to you, I just have a question. A few yeah, yeah, yeah. When, did, when did you start? You started 2015, correct? Um, as far as the podcasting? Yeah. The I've, podcast itself and the network started in 2017, in okay. February of 2017. Okay. As far as me doing interviews, I've been doing interviews maybe since 2013, 2014. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Just as just like extra content around my music. Was it hard? Was it hard? Was it hard to jump off? Especially, but was there, so, let me ask you this. Was it, was, was there social pressures for you? You being like, let's say 35, 36 to jump off and start a podcast. Now, a lot of people would say it's pretty high risk. Mm. How did you deal with that? Um, I'm a podcast consumer. Mm. So most of the people who I've came up on listening on pod, listening to podcast mm. of, 
right? And like I, and I'll emphasize listening to podcasts, right? Because like I listen to all of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. So they were all older comedians, you know, like I mentioned earlier, Combat Jack, um, Dante Nero, who's a comedian who's in his 50s and stuff like that. These are, are, are the people who I'm listening to on a regular or basis back in the days, right? Mm. So it was never a thing of, am I going to be too old for it? Stuff like that, right? Okay. Because I feel like the people who are the voices in the, in the culture yep. are actually in my age group. Agreed, 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 agreed. Right, because the experience needs to be had to mm. be able to get that's that a, full that's a, Okay, okay, that makes, that's a full circle answer. Good point. You good, know what I'm saying? But right. I will say that to, to say this, a lot of the, well, you know, you had a lot, you had a lot of, uh, you had a big track record as well too. So you were in the game rapping, just kind of, you, yeah. you were rapping early. I, like I a, rapped, I yeah. managed people, mm. I was an executive producer. So I've had a lot of different hats. So when I'm interviewing somebody, I'm using all of those different pockets of my brain mm -hmm. to f maybe try to get some information out of them for the audience yeah. about it, right? Mm. If I'm talking to a rapper, I'm like, how was your studio's um, experiences yeah. compared to the ones that I've had? What's been your favorite interview in the last in the last five years? Okay, I'll answer that, but I, wanna, I yeah, want yeah, you to give ahead. me the I'm same like, answer, okay? Because this know, is your I've interview. I've been watching <laughs> you through the screen for so long, you know, I finally got you in front of me. I have some um, questions as well. My favorite interview, I've said this before, one would be the Smith & Wesson, which is a group from back in the days, a group from Brooklyn. They okay. have songs like Bucktown, Soundboy okay. Burial. Might um, be a little young for me. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. They're yeah, from yeah, the yeah. 90s, right? So, but it was just an honor for me because it was early, early. It was episode 30. This is before anybody was really on to us. Mm -hmm. And they said yes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That is big. Getting a big, yeah, it's it's something. Getting a big bite early, like yeah. there's nothing like I, 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 there's nothing like that feeling. Man. In my brain, I thought it was gonna do crazy, but it didn't. It, you think you yo, you think you're next up <laughs> every time, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen till like 17 episodes later with the Bizlock interview. Mm. But to answer as far as my favorite, yeah. I really don't have a favorite, bro. Okay. I have okay. so many conversations that I have in my brain over yeah. the years. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I can say favorite location. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The smiley interview that we did, we did over at 40 Studio. Yeah, that's you know crazy. So I tried to, so you did that, mm -hmm. right? And then I, when I was um, trying to set up that smiley interview in September, I nudged Glizzy. I was like, I seen Friday do the forties. I didn't get it. You know, I, I yeah. had to shoot though. I had to shoot. Anyway. Well, you know, that's partially off of my personal relationship. Of course, of course, right? of course. Um, also, I have on my bucket list just to just to throw throw that in quick. Um, mm. you know, the Drake interview, right? Yeah. Because, but I remember. I, I want to just interject here. Mm. You were frustrated. I'm, I, I have a very good memory. You were frustrated when you started the podcast and you did it for about a year, two years, and you made a call out video to him. You're like, you're not, you're not supporting me. Yeah, mm -hmm. you remember the video I'm talking I about? Do and, you, and then it worked. I seen it. I'm like, that's not gonna work. And then yeah. it worked. So you know, there you go. You know. Uh, okay, it did work, but in hindsight, have you had a conversation? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I won't give mm -hmm. the details of the conversation. Of course not. I'm, but I did yeah. have a conversation mm -hmm. right after the follow. Got it. What I will say though, and I don't think I've ever said this on camera, mm -hmm. I, I actually kind of regret the reason for the rant. I don't re mm -hmm. regret the regret the rant, mm -hmm. but it's not his obligation to fuck with anybody. It would be great, but he doesn't have to do anything. 
And 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 I felt like I was kind of wrong in the way where I was like, yo, he's not supporting it. You know what? Whatever the fuck he wants, he could do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I feel like now as I've grown in the game, yeah. there's people who may feel the same about me. And I'm like, fuck, I don't even know that you're shitting on me. Yeah. Or I don't mm-hmm. even know that you're mad at me. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm in the same position as him no, at all. No, of course. But uh, no, but, I no, get but it, the levels, no. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you know no, 100%. So salute to, salute to the boy. Bud. Salute to the boy, you know, yeah. El Chico. But favorite interview for you? <sighs> hmm. I will say, I go on, I, I base this off of a fact of one of my first uh, broadcast journal, journalism teachers. His name's Paul Cross. Shout out mm-hmm. Paul Cross. And when I was learning from him and he was always a big proprietor on going after the story. And when Casper, shout out Casper, uh, he went in to jail on tw- May 18th, 2018. Mm-hmm. He had that big shootout, yada, yada. And then uh, I started in 2019. I'm seeing all of this. Then throughout my networking, I, uh, Casper's friend, I won't say uh, who, from his hood follows me. I don't know him. He's like, yo, I'm Casper's friend. And I'm, mm-hmm. everyone says something in this injury. So I follow, yeah. I looked at him. Casper was following him. Low follower account. He's like, yeah, me and him are, are boys from uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm seeing what you've been doing for the last year. When he gets out, I'll make sure you are his first stop. Mm-hmm. Now this is 2020. I just did the interview in 2022. So I sat on that connection for two years. It was a great story. The reason it's my favorite interview is because of the story behind it. Yeah. And the questions I got to ask and the, the, the vividness and the reality of the story I was kind of telling in that interview. So I'll say just because of the story and how intense it was, that mm-hmm. one, because I felt like I was Gail King in 60 minutes in the hotel room asking those questions. So yeah. that's why I got my adrenaline going and I hope to have a lot more interviews like that. So I'd say that one. No, that's dope, man. That's dope, Appreciate man. It. Um, do you have any parting words that you have for the audience that you want or anything that you want the people to um, know of what you got coming up next? You know what I'm saying? Any bombshells you might have for us? Mm. Interviews in the vault that you want to let us know about? Shit like that. Hmm, I look off to my, my team. To make sure, <laughs> like, not all of them are here, but you know, um, hmm. they're like, I guess um, <laughs> I do have a lot of interviews coming out. I'm going to stay consistent. Everyone that uh, has been supporting me, I appreciate that. Snow Allure, Quad Zinc, uh, Snow Allure with the vodka, Quad Zinc <coughs> with the gas. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say thank you to them. I'll keep putting out content and uh, I hope I don't let you guys down and I hope you enjoy uh, the stuff I put out. Uh, same to you, man. Keep doing your thing. Thank you. You were an inspiration to get me started. So uh, here I am on your show. So it's full circle. So I appreciate the city, everything it's done for me. Shout out Keep Six Solid. Shout out Six Buzz. Shout out all the big media outlets in the city that are doing their thing. That at the end of the day do upli- uh, uh, uprise the fundamentals of the city and the mm-hmm. industry. And that's what we need to cross the border. So shout out everyone that's doing their thing. Keep working hard. Uh, 2022 and 2023 is going to be our year. Christopher Wheeler out. <laughs>
Facto. Yeah, yo, man. Listen, it. man. <laughs> Drops mic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. Listen, man. A dope one. Another one in the vault. Make sure to follow. Um, what, What's your Instagram quick fast for the people? It's Broadcast Wheeler. Uh, and then uh, shout out. Uh, um, follow my um, management team, Uniclify, and my sponsors, uh, Snow Lord Premium Vodka and Quads Inc. Only. If you can put their acts right here. Got you. It'd make me look good and maybe get some free gas. You know? Hey, so. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yes, man. And and there it is. Another one in the vault. Um, big salute to our sponsors, Astro Pink. Hit them up on their Instagram, Astro underscore Pink, or on their website, myastropink.com. Hit the subscribe, hit the like, share this across all your social media platforms. Another one in the vault. It's your boy, Friday, Ricky Tread, and I am off of this. Deuces. We love hip hop.